On today's episode of Senior Quotes, we have an impromptu podcast going off the top. Just going to talk some sports, some NBA, whatever comes to mind. All right, let's get into it. I really do. I really got it. Ain't no secret to it. If I did it, then I had to do it. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Senior Quotes podcast. I'm your host, Aiden Broderick, joined by my co-host, Jack Coleman. Jack, how's it going? What's up? We also have junior Ryan Murphy here as a... Yeah. As a you know, he's, he's sitting on the side. He's, he's not really like he's, he's watching some he's Netflix. Here. He, he's yeah. here. Yeah. So uh, we, feel free to hop in if you ever feel like it, Ryan. But uh, otherwise, we're going off the top today. Yeah. That's what we're branding this episode. Yeah. We tried to do one before, <laughs> but the audio didn't work. Exactly. Uh, no set quotes or anything. We're just going to be talking a little yeah. about what's been going on in sports. Just, uh, just anything that comes to mind. Yeah. yeah. Just. Like oh, I was going to say, fun. like, when we start recording outside of CBA, how are we implementing the bell into our episodes? Because obviously that has to be there somehow. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's just something I thought of off the top. Right? Sound effects, sound effects. <laughs> sound effects, definitely. Throw it uh, in. We need an audio uh, pr- editor, <laughs> so if anyone out there <laughs> can edit these uh, clips and put in some sound effects, please let us know. Shout out uh, Dan Carroll. Hopefully he, he can do some, uh, yeah, work some be, magic. Yeah, that'd be nice. All right, let's uh, let's just talk about. Uh, I mean, the NBA playoffs. Like, that's, yeah, NBA that's playoffs. What's going awesome. on right now? Uh, I've been watching the past couple nights. So, I watched the Celtics Cavs game. That was uh-huh. awesome. I actually I got a short quote here from that. Yeah. So, uh, it was it was about why the Celtics um, just couldn't, or like, what is the reason behind the Celtics doing so well yeah. against the Cavs? And uh, the quote was, and see if you can get who this is, sure. losing to them all the time, we ain't got nothing to lose. Oh, so so that's from... That's it's from, from the Celtics. Celtics. It's a Celtic. It's a Celtic. That sounds like, like, I don't, I don't really know, but like Jalen Brown's their like go-to guy for interviews. It, it's, it was up there. That's who I actually initially Maybe looked for. No, I looked for Jalen Brown, oh, okay. but it's actually Scary Terry. Scary Terry's here. Terry here. No yeah, dude's right. been awesome in the playoffs, stepping in for Kyrie. What do you um, think of that T-shirt? What do you think of the Scary Terry T-shirt? I love it. Yeah, I love it. I, lo- it I like the Drew Bledsoe jersey one. Like if That's I true. had to buy That's one, true. it would be with the Drew Bledsoe jersey. No, but but Scary Terry, man. I, the one thing that defined him from that game, I thought, was the moment that that actually kind of defined the Celtics as a team too. Was uh-huh. where uh, he got the ball on a steal on a fast break and just immediately took off and outran LeBron down the court because okay. he knew LeBron would chase down and block him, yeah. and he slammed it in. Like that just shows how much effort the Celtics are putting into yeah. the series, as opposed to the defensively the Cavs, where the Cavs, you know, LeBron yeah. is usually the one. They have one quality player, and it's LeBron James. Like it, the I Cavs, mean, I don't want to rip on uh, Kevin awful. Love or anybody else. But I've said from the beginning, and we can go back to past podcasts, or you can <laughs> go back to past episodes and listen to me say this. But even when the Celtics were primed to play the Bucs and everyone thought that that was a blowover win and the Bucs were going to take that, uh-huh. I said, I don't think so. I really think the Celtics are the team that can come out of there. I said, uh, I thought the Sixers might be good, but once that series started going a game or two in, I was like, I don't know. I'm still riding on the Celtics. And if they are to play the Cavs, I think the Celtics could take them. Yeah. And look at it. I, you can't just have a team of LeBron. Yeah. It's not going to work. This is, I think, this is probably the worst Cavs team he's played on. It's absolutely. Ooh. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm full support of it. Who did, did he have an All Star when he played? Well, I guess if you call Shaq an All Star, he was washed. By yeah, that but point. St- even so, that's Kevin that's, that's at least like, at least Shaq. I mean, yeah, Kevin Love can put up, I, I guess, twenty uh, points, but it's he's not enough. All right, maybe second worst team. Yeah, because like they had like Big Z and Shaq. 
and but Larry at the same time, uh-huh. at the same time, you still have a LeBron who's younger, willing to try on defense. This is older LeBron who's sure. just looking offensively. Yeah, but here we go. I've, I've so got the overall, roster. I think that this may be the worst Cavs team, counting LeBron. Um, okay, well, older LeBron <laughs> on this team <laughs> is a worse team than younger LeBron playing right. on that other. This team, team won sixty six games. All right, sixty six. Coached by Mike Brown, and it's just LeBron, uh, Big Z, uh, Anderson Verjo, Ben Wallace, uh, but he was washed. Delonte West with the whole like uh, dating LeBron's mom thing or whatever that was. Mo Williams, um, Daniel Boogie Gibson, uh, and I mean, that, that's, that's a, like that's that, it. I mean that's a washed up team. Teams are but, yeah. But this team is not that great either. I mean look at J.R. Smith. That dude is washed out. Mo Williams was their second leading scorer. All right. I mean. Uh, I mean, All right, sure. Kevin Love is... That's, that's bad. All right. This team would probably be better They didn't have that. Shaq. This team didn't have Shaq either. So, yeah, I would say... I still... I they're still, bad. They're bad. You're I right. still You're would right. take that team over this one with wow. a younger LeBron True. who's yeah. going to play on defense because this LeBron doesn't play defense and the Celtics are capitalizing on that every single play. This mm-hmm. Celtics team is something really special. They work together as a team. I love the Marcus Smart stepping up and getting... I forget who it was. It was J.R. It was J.R. Smith. J.R. had a Getting game. in his face yeah. after the Al Horford push, which should have been a flagrant two call. I don't know. Yep. I mean, the guy's exposed in the air. You can't just do that. You can get seriously injured. Um, but, yeah, this Celtics team is something really, really special. And oh, they're yeah. playing without Kyrie and Gordon Hayward. Oh, yeah. And that brings in the discussion of if those guys come back, is that going to disrupt what they have? Um, that's a good question. I don't think Kyrie's going to disrupt it. Gordon Hayward's just an extra wing. They yeah. have a lot of really quality players mm-hmm. at that position, or those positions. Um. I still don't think you can lose by adding two all stars to this mix. Not at all, and I think they're. Be- they, I don't honestly. There's been talks about maybe them going after Kawhi or something like that, mm-hmm. but I honestly don't even think they need to do anything. I think that you can have a solid bench team like this where you have these really good guys come in. It, yeah. it almost similar to the Warriors their first year they had that yeah. deep bench you know? won 73 games exactly yeah. I think if you have this consistent bench come in and if everyone understands their role and doesn't let their ego get to their heads which I don't think this team has a problem mm-hmm. with then that's fine because imagine a team where you have Terry Rozier coming off the bench Jeez. to give Kyrie some, some minutes on the side well yeah. it's, it's awesome you gotta think about though like these players have a lot of trade value too exactly so if you're bringing Gordon Hayward back in and I really, so I really like Jalen Brown. Jason Tatum, I think, is a better player. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brown's like a captain, though. Like yeah. He's a leader in the locker room. But say you take one of those two players, add Terry Rozier to the mix because you're bringing Kyrie back, and then add a future first rounder because I'm sure the Celtics have some in the pocket. Uh, what could you get for that? Could you get I don't, Kawhi? Could I don't you think get... you can get anything better than what you have. Yeah, that's a good point. I really don't think Kawhi is Kawhi's better. Kawhi's not. Kawhi wouldn't work. Uh, Anthony Davis would be sick. Anthony Davis is sick, happen. but yeah. after this playoff series, I'm sold on Al Horford. Okay. That dude has been amazing. Yeah. I always go into a game thinking that Al Horford is trash and washed I know, up. Yeah. And I always forget that he was an all-star. And you see it in these moments in games where yeah. he's just been awesome. He dominates the paint. He he's a hard working center who goes in every single game. He's gonna work on defense, get rebounds that you want, box out. Yeah. I am sold on him, and I'm never gonna doubt him again. I think the dude's wow. awesome. Okay, right, so I want I want to touch on the draft lottery and the Western Conference Finals, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of gonna do that, well, the draft lottery at least by bringing this up. So we're gonna look at the final tally for the Kyrie Irving trade, right? So Kyrie sent to the Celtics, and the Cavs get Isaiah Thomas, Jay Crowder, Ante Zizic. 
the eighth overall pick, and then a future second. Now, Thomas, he turns into what? Larry Nance what, and Jordan What was Larson. this for again? Like, what, this is the Kyrie what? trade back in the summer. Oh, okay, from the yeah. summer, yeah. So, Isaiah Thomas turns into Larry Nance and Jordan Clarkson. It's trash. Yep. And I like both of them, but they're just not. If you had yeah. Isaiah Thomas on this Cavs team right now, I think they'd be stand uh, a better chance. <laughs> but he was their, guards are, well. their guards are terrible right now. Jay Crowder turned into Roddy Hood, I think. Uh, I'd, I'd, rather, rather, I'd, rather, I'd rather have Jay Crowder, to be honest. Yeah, okay. I think he's a guy that can go off in a game more than Hood. Like, come on. Yeah. Honestly, Zizic is just a project. He's probably never going to play, honestly. And then a second rounder won't turn into anything. Eighth overall pick. Uh, here's a list of the last ten players. Picked at number eight. I'll pick out the highlights. Frank Nielakino last year. Uh, Marquise Chris. Stanley Johnson. Nick Stauskas. Kentavious Caldwell-Pope. Terrence Ross. Brandon Knight. I do think that this is a better draft, though. This is a stack draft. And I think that with that eighth pick, you can easily turn that potentially into Trey Young if he doesn't get taken by the Magic. And if LeBron is going to stay, I think that's a good compliment for LeBron as Trey Young. And I also think that's a good player that you can, if LeBron is going to leave eventually, if he does come back or if he even does this year, Uh Trey Young can be your future star, potentially. And I think that's a risk that the Cavs should be willing to take. Now, I know Trey Young is meeting with the Knicks this Friday, I think, well, this weekend. Yeah, this mock draft has Trey Young. To I'm, not, I'm not sold on it. No. I don't think we need it because we have Moutier and Nilakina, who are both young guards that are can still prove themselves. Um, both had a lot of hype going into the draft. Um, and even in the meantime, if you want to run Trey Burke, Trey Burke was nice towards the end of the year. The dude was going off from three. So if you want to keep that for a little more yeah. and let these two guys train... I think everything can met. I think David Fisdale bringing him in was a great move because he's already talking about how his system would allow oh, certain like guys to thrive. Like Tim Hardaway Jr., he thinks that he's going to thrive really well in his system. And I'm a big believer in Tim Hardaway Jr. based on his last season with the Hawks and then his time before leaving the Knicks. This last season with the Knicks was rough, but hey, it was for everyone. So okay. I think eventually this, it's taking a greater shape. And if the Knicks can go and get a small forward like Macau Bridges or That's even his brother Miles too. Bridges because we're... Are they related? Yeah. Are you serious? I'm almost positive. Right, hold on. We're are fact they? checking that. I don't think so. I thought they were related. I think it's just a coincidence, but... Uh, I I'll thought try. they were related. I'll, I'll tell you. Uh, no, they're not. They are not. Really? <laughs> they're not related. I've heard multiple times no, from people that they're, they're related. Not. All right. So Still, that's though, what happens both, when it's off the top. Both you, sick, you can't yeah. fact check. Hey, they're both six foot seven wings. I just checked. Yeah, so which pretty similar. Because I thought that I thought that they were like twins or something. I don't know. Uh, like the Morris not. brothers in this in this playoff Dude, series. Is it Marcus? Marcus, yeah, Marcus is on the Celtics. Morris Mark Markeith Morris has been in the crowd though. He's oh been, yeah, of course. And speaking of brothers in the crowd, last night Chris Paul's brother was chirping at Kevin Durant. It was so Chris funny. Paul's brother? Chris Paul's brother. Not Cliff Paul. Not Cliff Paul. I have no idea. He's a chunky Paul. Whatever his name is. He's a chunky dude. But he, uh, yeah, he was chirping at Kevin Durant, and Kevin Durant was telling him to sit down. Uh, but we'll get into that series in a second. Dude, um, I missed the Cliff Paul commercials. Like that now was it's, a now it's harder great Paul, right? And yeah. and Oscar from the office. Oscar from the office <laughs> is a great ad. <laughs> the alley oop yeah. point. Yeah, he's so great. much better in that than he is in the. Oh, I love. No, the he's office, awesome. Yeah, he's no, awesome but. in the office. Um, what, was I, what was I gonna say? Um, but yeah, with this this draft, I think that ace pick is special. But I will say that I'm. More impressed with the Celtics trade um, and getting Kyrie now because yeah. they basically oh, a from that initial Nets pick uh-huh. they turn that into uh, I, I think it's 
what Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and oh, then yeah. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. That's insane. That, <laughs> it all, it that all is comes amazing. Back, it all comes back to Billy King being the worst show manager. And Danny Ainge being awesome. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. And shout out to Brad Stevens. That dude is a great coach. Oh, Brad He's a fantastic he coach. coach. He should. Uh, speaking of coach of the year, uh, the Dwayne Casey thing is weird. <laughs> the That's Raptors weird. tweeting at Dwayne Casey, "Congrats, coach!" And it's like, did the social media guy just not get the memo, or like, are they just petty? I, I mean, that was really rough. Uh, but let's <laughs> let's go into the him, like real quick though. Oh yeah. Like okay, they came in first in the conference. They won fifty nine games. I mean, you they got swept, right? So that you can say like, oh, we didn't work in the playoffs. We need a new system. He just want. I, I don't. I don't think he. It's like firing Joe Girardi after winning. I uh, well, here's my take on which it. I think worked, but so. Oh, and to be fair, we didn't fire him. It was the end of his contract. That's true. Dwayne Casey got fired. All right. Here's my thoughts on Dwayne Casey. First of all, you have a bad playoff record in general. His playoff record is terrible, and maybe it's not necessarily him. I don't think it's him. But you need to do things to change that. Yeah. It can just be a culture change. We've talked about that on the That's show. true. Just a culture change to get things changing. If you don't want to split up this group. Now, I think, on the other hand, you should have kept Casey and just completely blown up this Raptors group because it is not working. It's, it's not, like the yeah. Wizards. That yeah. Wizards group is not working. Get rid of Beal or Wall. Just trade one of them away and bring in someone else. Yeah. You need to blow up the DeMar DeRozan, Kyle Lowry I thing. Wouldn't, I wouldn't trade John Wall out of those two. No, of uh, course, I wouldn't trade yeah. him. But if you can get rid of no, Beal. Beal, yeah. Beal and bringing someone else to compliment him and Otto Porter Jr. Mm. Like, that's a solid group. If you can get somehow get like a Kawhi or someone else in that group, that's a solid big three. Yeah. But same thing with the Raptors. And and it's different because I feel like the Wizards just genuinely like hate each other. Like they never work well. <laughs> yeah. But with the Raptors, I just think that and there was I saw yesterday, apparently they had been trying to get rid of DeMar DeRozan. Really? Yeah, there was a there was a quiet trade, um, trying to be taking place okay. I think maybe it might have been last summer okay. unless it was more recent but okay. I think you do need to blow that up and just change something there because it's obviously not working it doesn't matter how good your team is in the regular season all anyone cares about is playoffs Yeah, and it's just not working I mean it's weird because in the NBA um, and we definitely talked about it on this show that it just seemed like the Warriors were going to be the champions from the get go mm. But the Warriors didn't win the conference. The, Ra- uh, the Rockets did, and then the Raptors won the conference out of the East. So, even well, though even though the Rockets manhandled the Warriors last so night. So let's talk about that. I actually have another quote that we can sure. throw in. Hang on, my passwords just. There no, we go. but I, it's um, interesting. Yeah. All right, I take full responsibility for the start of the game. After that, it was contagious. I can't start off the game like that. This is from last night's game. It's Rockets probably, Warriors. It's probably someone on the Warriors. Yeah, uh, I. I did watch it, kind of. I was studying for stat, but I'll say... This would confuse me, though, because I don't think this person is right, but go ahead. So maybe it's KD? Yeah, it's KD. Because yeah. initially, Steph. I was going to say Steph. He's yeah. had a rough time, uh, you know, coming off the injuries and everything, and he's been bad from three. So but KD's taking responsibility. KD, KD's taking responsibility, he but points he's been fantastic. Yeah. He's been fantastic this series, and every shot he takes is contested, and it's impossible to guard and yeah. yet he's draining everything and wow. that's why I think the Warriors in the end will end up taking this series because A they get the I, I have a take on this but sure they get the better looking shot they, they have the better ball movement they have multiple players who can go off at a time granted Steph and Clay were off last night from three they, yeah. didn't, they didn't score a lot 
but that's not something that's going to stay consistent no. throughout a series. Yeah, Obviously, Steph was one for eight from three last night. I, the, the combined was three. Nine for 30 as a team. No, no, no. Steph oh. and Clay was three, three for 12. Three for 12. Yeah. And then uh, Harden alone, I think, double that maybe? Uh, or triple, whatever it was. Harden was three for 15 from three. Oh, wait, no, he had a, Damn. that's my bad, that's he had a, he had a bad. real bad night. Eric Gordon was six for nine from three. That's who I'm, that's yeah. who I'm thinking of. Um, and also, P.J. Nice. Tucker went off last night. That uh-huh. dude was crazy. Yeah, so, the main thing that happened Shoot. in that game was the Rockets, even though D'Antoni and everyone said they're not going to change anything, they basically did, yeah. where they would keep the ISO going, but lots of backdoor cuts, lots of cutting inside, uh-huh. and all that cutting was just wide open, um, ball movement for yeah. easy scoring. I think even um oh, who was it? I think it was it may have been Gerald Green. Okay. Who I always forget exists until like a playoff team like <laughs> well, he this got signed out. midway through the year. Like, exactly. Just a random pickup. And he's he's been good. I also want to throw in there. He has like that XXX Tentacion hair and I no, kind of like it. Isn't it like in a Rockets braid? Or at least it was. Basically. It was it, at one wait, point. It, it has like the they two They made it the logo. Yeah. The two things. If you look at it, it's the logo. It's I love sick. it. I yeah. think it's cool. So anyway, I always forget he exists. Yeah. But because of all that ball movement and cutting in and everything, uh-huh. he there were times he had a wide open dunk where no one collapsed or anything, yeah. and they were just picking apart the Warriors team. You knew that the Warriors were done last night, probably about halfway through the game, maybe third quarter after they go on their little bit of a run, when they just stop trying because the Warriors aren't a team that tend to stop trying. Durant kept playing, but you could tell everyone else on defense yeah. and otherwise well, just stopped trying. So I have a quote from Stephen A. here, or just like a headline basically. He said that the Rockets attacked Steph Curry all night. Steph is a defensive liability. Uh, and while he's such a uh, elite scorer when he's on his game, that's what they need to do. I saw plays where Steph was in the post on defense. Like they were backing him down. They were dominating him there. He can't end up in that I, situation. I forget the exact numbers, but they more than doubled or – May have even been tripled. I, I don't know the exact numbers. The amount of times that Steph had to play defense one on one, which is not good in an ISO team like the Rockets. Granted, James Harden wasn't great from three. Dude was still finishing all over yeah. the place oh, yeah, inside, cutting in. And I really want to shout out to Chris Paul because that dude was insane last dude, night. He wants to go to the finals. His Never shooting, been, he, his yeah. shooting was perfect. He he had so many of these flip up buckets that just dropped in for him. Yeah, it was incredible. I. This series is really shaping up the way that it was set out to be, Holy where it could. Friend. If this goes back and forth like this, if the Warriors can't figure this Rockets team out defensively, I think it'll go to a game seven uh-huh. and it's up in the air. And especially well, since it'll be in Houston, that's a big factor because I point. think once they hit Oracle, I think it's going to be Warriors taking yeah. the win every time. All right, well, let me get our favorite stat, or when we talk about basketball, is the plus minus. It really shows how the teams are doing when the specific players on the court, right? Let's look at the Warriors first. All five of their starters had negative 20 or worse when they were on the court, right? So clearly the Rockets were killing them with their starters in. Eric Gordon comes off the bench. He scored 27 himself. He was plus 29 when he was on the court. The Rockets outscored the Warriors by 29 points. So, you know, Clint Capella is the least of the plus minuses from the starters. Still had plus 12. But when you put Eric Gordon in there, he was lethal. And I mean... Even guys like Trevor Ariza and, as you mentioned, P.J. Tucker, who did start, uh, were scoring really well as, as well. I just think there's a dimension to this Rockets team that we haven't been thinking about, and it's those players off the bench. Because you always talk about how deep the Warriors are, and it's easy to say that the Rockets don't have that same depth, right? But Eric Gordon, Gerald Green, P.J. Tucker, 
Uh, I think maybe the problem, though, they don't have a real guard off the bench, a point guard. It's all Chris Paul. That's true, but I feel like there's times where you can... Oh, James have, Harden could be the exactly. point guard. Exactly, yeah. and that happened a lot, where Harden moved up to the point yeah. and they had uh, Paul on the bench, or vice versa, where it was one or the other out on the court. And that's actually how I thought this Rockets team was going to work, yeah. where it really wasn't going to be a lot of the two of them going right. at the same time. Kinda, but if you that have, works. Yeah. I mean, that, that works as well, yeah. but when you can split it up and still have, like, not a bench guard, but a starting guard consistently. Yeah. I think that works great. Because well, then you could do this. You could do start with Paul and Harden. Mm-hmm. You take Harden out for Gordon. Mm-hmm. Then you take Paul out for Harden, and you do this exactly. little rotation. It works perfectly. And you never have a weak set at your guards. Another thing I noticed last night was I liked when Clint Capella was playing Kevin Durant on D, just because that's he a should. big body. And yeah. it's, it's not like Kevin Durant is prone to – I mean, he can blow by guys and just slam it in. But he's looking for his shot. Yeah. And if you just have a big body out there that's intimidating on a shot, I think that's a lot better than, say, having Harden guard Durant or, mm-hmm. or any other, anyone yeah. else on that team. Um, we were talking about personal fouls that could have been flagrants. How about Draymond Green's shove at the end of the game? Yeah. Uh, was that on Ariza? Ian, you want to chime in? Who did he shove? All right. Shout out, Ian. That's was Ian it a flagrant? Probably. I don't remember if it was or not. But uh, uh, Yeah, I think it was. Uh, yeah. Either way, I... Those they looked at two, that for a while. Um, those excuse me, I saw Padawan. <laughs> I think he's coming in. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, but keep keep it going a little bit. No, come in, then. Come in. Yeah, you can join. Shut the door, though. But yeah, you can you can join in. Yeah. Welcome, welcome to the podcast. We're live right now. Yeah. This, so this, we're this talking is a Michael Padawan. <laughs> Western Conference Finals right now. If you want to chime in. Uh, watching it a few times, uh, it seems like. The Warriors have the advantage just because it seems like it's more of a four-man team for the Warriors versus a two-man team for the Rockets. Mm. Um, Chris Paul is playing great, but he's not scoring that much, and I don't really think that they have much help other than pretty much Clint Capella down low. Yeah, that could really hurt the Warriors. Well, the thing is though, the Warriors don't have a true center either. I mean, KD is tall, man. He, I think he's legitimately like seven feet tall. They don't list him as that. Seven one. Seven one, you think? Yeah. So. They have that body, but they don't have a true center unless you look at Zaza Pachulia, who only played five minutes last night. That's so, why I yeah. also like the Celtics the best out of these four teams yeah. because of having That's Al Horford. Yeah. I mean, Clint Capella is a solid center, but Al Horford, I think, is the most well-rounded center. Yeah. And against a team like the Cavs, like they said the other night how Kevin Love hates playing the five. Um, and I don't blame him. Like yeah. He's not built for that. No. So I think in the long run, that'll be a big factor, uh, Al Horford, if he keeps this up against the Cavs oh, team. Yeah. Um, Something else that's interesting, we did not think the Celtics were even going to compete. I mean, sure, they were going to give the Bucks a run for their money in the first round, but who thought that they would be, you know, that you just said that they could be the favorites? I which, which is like, I don't know if that's, so, like, I, I don't know if I'd go as far to say that, but the Celtics are a competitor without Kyrie or Gordon Aaron. Well, I mean, look how different they this, no, this series stacked up. Yeah. I mean, initially we, we were wondering if, uh, the Sixers were going to be the favorite to come out of the East. Or, I, we thought they were. Or, yeah. Who who did the Cavs play first round? Um, Pacers, who were sick. Pacers. We, we, thought, we thought the Pacers were going to take the Cavs out that first round. Yeah. And and we thought the Raptors could potentially be playing the Sixers in the fi- in the Eastern Conference yeah. Finals. So I look at how the things changed. All the way. I yeah. mean, it's crazy. We always knew, or at least we thought we knew, that the Warriors and Rockets would meet up in yeah, the end. That's true. But this Eastern Conference has come out of nowhere. That's I mean, you shouldn't is. doubt LeBron yeah. in any, any form, and I still... I'm skeptical going into this series still yeah. as we go into Cleveland. But, you know, anything can happen. Gotta love it. Well, I mean, typically from the NBA brackets, 
it seems to me that the favorites always win. I know. While LeBron pretty yeah. much is always a favorite, this time around, I don't think it really was. So I kind of think it's kind of cool. It's more like the NCAA tournament this time on the east side. It kind of is, yeah. The west side is a little bit more straightforward. Maybe the Jazz mm-hmm. uh, were a little bit of a surprise true, there. True. That was, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, that's a good point. I The Jazz made me think of this as well. Uh, the finalists for the different awards we named last night. Let's let's go through this. Let's I let's, really let's try and this. predict. Yeah. We can get everyone in here. Yeah, let's get some having their predictions in. on it. Because I just immediately thought of Donovan Mitchell, who, you know, brought so yeah, that let's, team. Let's to start the with height. that. So rookie of the year. So we got Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. We got Ben Jason Simmons and, and Jason Tatum. It's so tight. So first it's, of all, that is that is really tough. First of all, is Ben Simmons a rookie? Can we get some opinions? Yes, right. I, I say yes because that of Blake Griffin. So flawed, because <laughs> of, I say yes because of Blake Griffin having won it in the That's past. That's true. And That's Blake true. Griffin played more than Ben Simmons did. Oh, okay. And I've heard he was actually on part of my take recently, and he said he was. I saw that. Um, it's not like he's out there, you know, getting in special training or, or at practice or anything. It's like, no, you're you're basically home a yeah. lot and, and you're also just kind of, he's like, I wasn't spending time memorizing plays. Right, he's like, right. I, was, I was just a young kid. So I really don't think it gives yeah. any kind of advantage. I think if anything, some of these guys playing in college have more of an advantage yeah, playing consistently than the guy in the NBA who's out yeah. for an entire season. I love messing with Quinn, though. I'm just saying, like, Ben Simmons is not a rookie. I still am not going to say Ben Simmons as my rookie of the year. Wow. I'm, I'm taking Mitchell. I agree I'm sold with Jack. On, I'm I, sold on Donovan dude, Mitchell. I, I like Donovan Mitchell more. I just think Simmons is going to win it. Like, I think... I think... But I think Simmons... I think the Sixers would have been a three or four seed if they didn't have Ben Simmons. And the, I don't think yeah. the Jazz would have had big no, make Everyone thought the Jazz were done this year. But hold on. He had a playoff team in scoring as a rookie. Like yeah, that. but rookie of the year doesn't work as MVP does. Like, I, th- I think when you look at MVP and you say, like, take this player off the team, where would they be? It doesn't work like that for rookie. Rookie's like, who played the best out of the rookies? You know what I mean? And sure, you can look at Donovan Mitchell and say, the Jazz wouldn't be there without him. That's true. I still think Ben Simpson had the best year out of all three rookies. I just think that the Jazz... It, Donovan Mitchell, it doesn't matter taking him up, but Donovan Mitchell yeah. is the only reason why the Jazz were relevant this year. I know because he was the number one option on the, the fifth team in the West, which yeah. is the best is conference. It, and true, coming into the season, getting rid of Gordon Hayward, everyone thought the Jazz were done, completely just a no-name true. team. That's true. He threw Donovan Mitchell on there, who we didn't, we knew right. nothing about. He was late in the draft. It wasn't like he was an early pick or anything, he and he comes out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. So. I think that Donovan Mitchell, because of, based on what he did, and of course you're not supposed to take the playoffs into consideration, but hey, I mean, out I know, of that's out, the point. Out of the three, yes, Jason Tatum is really solid in the playoffs. He has too many players around him that kind of are oh, better overshadow, overshadow him, yeah. or yeah. or you know he's not the sole player. But when you're a sole rookie on a team with no other stars and you're the main star in True. your first year. And you're a, if you're going to argue the true yeah. rookie, you're a true rookie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then I who's think he's got to win. Who's to say Simmons isn't, though? Because I know Embiid was there, but Embiid was hurt for a good amount of the year, and Simmons was a cornerstone of the team the whole time. I mean, I think there's an argument for uh, Dominic Mitchell, don't get me wrong, because I'm a fan of his. I just think I can't see it going to anyone other than Simmons. And I like Jason Tatum a lot, too. But if we have to take some predictions around the table, I'll take, I'll take Ben Simmons. Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. I take Simmons too. Yeah, I think I, I, do I think Mitchell think, deserves it. I think I want Mitchell, and I but I kind of think Simmons is going to win. I think that uh, Tatum is sort of out of the question. I think it's definitely between I Simmons yeah. and Mitchell. Though. And I like Jason Tatum, which is a shame because Jason Tatum had a fantastic. Yeah. Year. And the way Jason Tatum's been playing, I think he has the chance to. 
be just as good as Ben Simmons in the future. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. I agree. If you put Tatum on the Jazz, where he's like the sole star as a rookie, mm-hmm. he could probably do the same thing. Yeah, good Memphis point. Today. All right, what about let's MVP? Let's go six man. No, let's go down oh, the list. Right, right, we'll go MVP sure. last. Six man of the year, I think this is no question, but Fred Van Vliet, Lou Will, or Eric Gordon? I guess Eric Gordon. I, 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 I love Lou Will every year as a six man. I know, but yeah, it's but if you take the Western shit. Conference away from the Warriors, yeah. it's got to have. No, you're right. You're, you're, you're right. It's it's got to be Eric Gordon for that reason we talked about earlier, where he can come in for Harden, and yep. that, that positioning alone yeah. makes him valuable. Remember a few years he's ago, he's basically a starter. Wasn't he part of the Chris Paul trade? I think he went from the Clippers to the uh, Hornets or something. Like he was part sounds, of the trade. Sounds familiar. And we were like, ah, he's a scrub. And he comes out of here, he wins the three point contest, and all mm. of a sudden he is. That was this year. He contributed. No, it was a, uh, when was that? It was a few years ago, I think. Who won this year? Devin uh, Booker. Devin Booker. Devin Booker. Okay. That's true. Uh, yes, he was part of the um, Chris Paul trade. His future teammate, uh, somehow. Yeah, right now. <laughs> I was gonna say. Yeah. Dude, look at that. Yeah, that, that's an easy one. No, Eric Gordon, easy. Chris Kamen, Alpha Camino, and a 2012 first-round pick to the Hornets for Chris Paul. That's a wild trade. All right, well, back to the awards, though. Um, defense Player of the Year. Uh, Anthony Embiid. Davis, Embiid, or Gobert. I'm All going three Embiid. are solid. Wait, wait, Paul George was in the finals? Paul George was not in the finals. Wow. I'm going Embiid. I disagree 100%. <laughs> I think it's Gobert. I love Embiid. No, Davis is good. I think his defense, he's sick. I, I love Embiid. But I watched him play Al Horford in the playoffs, and the guy could <laughs> not, not guard yeah. the perimeter. Yeah, no, no, no. He was horrible. Like it was that. He, that he was a game changer. That was yeah. a game changing yeah. moment where um, Al Horford just blew by Joel yeah. Embiid. That's true. More than once. Um, I'll take Davis. I I feel like I gotta. I feel like I gotta take Anthony Davis, but like, I think I always. He's, it's kind of like, like that a lot too. Al Horford thing where I always like forget how good Anthony Davis he's is. Insane. And I think it's because of his age. And his position, because he's like in that weird position between the LeBrons and everyone else and the uh, young guys. Yeah. So it's like it's his league for the taking in, in like a couple of years. Yeah. And it, it, he's, he's an like, MVP finals. He's an MVP finals. Yeah. Right now. AD. Yeah. It's him, Harden, LeBron. and LeBron. Yeah. I'm still gonna take Harden. I'll take Davis for. Well, hold oh, on. Hold all right. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Defense player of the year. I'll take AD. I'll uh, take. I mean, I'll I think AD. I'll go go bear. They're, they're I like the best defense in the league. Yeah. I go with AD. I'm going AD. All right. Um, most improved player. Uh, Victor Oladipo. All right. Yeah, Oladipo. Oladipo, without a doubt. Victor Oladipo, Clint Capella, yeah. and the Nets pride, Spencer <laughs> Dinwiddie. Get out of here. No, no. Dinwiddie's not taking no. no, he's not winning it. It's Oladipo. Right. The body transformation of Oladipo alone is ridiculous. Uh, Dinwiddie showed up. Yeah, no. But the body. I'm done. I'm kidding, Padawano. Don't give me that look. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I don't think that counts. Um, so Capella Capella showed up this year. He's gonna get a max contract, I think, as a restricted free agent. <laughs> really? Are wow. you serious? They're gonna match anything that's offered for them, especially yeah. in free NBA free He's agency. Young too. They will give literally. Yeah, yeah. It's not Someone like. Who's, how about uh, the guy <laughs> Timothy Mozgov? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's crazy. That was yeah. the worst deal in the history yeah. of professional sports. The man can't play. He's like he's like Kwame Brown. He's a scrub. <laughs> I was gonna say Stephen A. Padawano right here. Yeah, wow. Uh, oh, so yeah, Capel's gonna get paid, but I think it's Oladipo as well. Uh, Oladipo's ridiculous. He's a that, star. That, he's he is a star. He again. Remember the who Paul thought, George trade? Who thought the Pacers were yeah. gonna be relevant? No one thought the Pacers. Exactly. Were I thought the, I thought they ripped him off, and now the Thunder did nothing, and the Pacers have a star. They were like, like better than they were last year. 
You got they got old depot yeah, for a year of Paul George. That's all the Thunder are gonna get because he's leaving. Like I, I, yeah, I don't think he's staying. We talked about that. We had a quote about that. So uh, the Pacers are the winner of that trade. I wouldn't have said that a year ago when it happened. Uh, no doubt. That's true. And they got us uh, a bonus too. I like Actually, I think I would have said the Pacers won. No that. way, because you, you don't know what Oladipo no, is going to do. I, I've been a big believer in Oladipo but for like a long that, time. That I have. Good? No, I'm serious. I've liked Oladipo for so long. For so long. <laughs> yeah, I've liked I didn't Oladipo. think he would turn into like a 25 point per game score. Yeah, he was insane. You didn't know. I, honestly, I. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah. 18. I'll go with 18. But. I, do, I did. I did really yeah. believe in Oladipo. I will say. All right, final one before the MVP, and we're getting close on time as well. But Coach of the Year, Dwayne Casey, who's get that boy. Uh, unemployed. Did anyone see the, did yeah. see the yeah. Raptors tweet? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was so funny. Um, Dwayne Casey, unemployed. Brad Stevens, without a doubt. Brad Stevens and Quinn yeah. Snyder Quinn from Snyder. the Jets. Yeah, that's Quinn a good Snyder. shot, dude. Brad Stevens. It's not Dwayne Casey. They so how much? How much of the Jazz's success was Mitchell, and how much was the coach? It was definitely Mitchell. That dude's well, a beast. Well, hold on, because you. Uh, some I don't know. But did you watch them play defense at all? They were, it's true. Like I understand, Brad Stevens is a great coach and all. He's probably the best coach in the NBA. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they were the three seed in the East. The Cavaliers are absolutely atrocious. I mean, they might yeah. be one of the worst teams in that. the history. Yeah. Or the the two seed in the East. Yeah. But the Sixers are young and they got off to a pretty bad start. Mm-hmm. The Cavs are terrible. No one else very good. Okay, yeah. They were they were the five seed ahead right. of the Pelicans and Anthony Davis. True. Who have a lot yeah. of talent. And they knocked and the off the Thunder, right? Yeah. That's true. Or who did the Jazz play? Was it the Thunder person? Yes. Okay. It's so yeah, true, they but I'm still taking I, I think Stevens wins it as well. I do think he is Me the too. best coach in the league. Well, like, he, Celtics were the two this year, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, and you bring together this group. I mean, it's the playoffs now, but you're still bringing together this group of young talent and making them look, each and every one of them look like all-stars. Mm-hmm. And they could be all-stars. It's easy to forget that Jalen Brown was a number three pick, uh, as well as Tatum, mm-hmm. obviously, but they are stacked. But let's get to the MVP candidates. Like I said, Anthony Davis, James Harden, LeBron James. Um, for the whole year, I thought James Harden was going to win it, no doubt. But we were just talking about how bad the Cavs are, like historically bad. I don't take, LeBron, I don't take the Cavs. LeBron I don't take LeBron. carried him. I don't care about carrying. He's he still, has a reason. It doesn't matter. His defense throughout the year is not on par for an MVP candidate. I guess you, you can say I, I, no. that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. I'm saying I guess you can say the same thing for Harden. Yeah. But even so, at least Harden makes more of an attempt than LeBron did this year. LeBron yeah. does absolutely nothing on defense. Except like, chase down and block everybody. Like, uh, right. every other game. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you do you like the definition of like. If you take the player out of their team, uh-huh. how the team would be affected? Like you take LeBron off the Cavs, they're, they're the worst nowhere. Team in the league. Yeah. But here's the but thing: you take Harden off. The That's true. Rockets. I mean, they're still they Chris playoffs. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing: the Rockets are a better team than the Cavs. Right. Right. So I know you could say, "Oh, take him off," and how's the team gonna do? But if your team's already not good. Like, yeah. that's kind of not fair to say just because you take them off the team going to be trash. Because you, yeah. There's a very good possibility that they both finish, they both lose the conference. True. Yeah. So therefore, they're still an the equal same result. Team. Yeah. That's true. Very that's true. true. But in different conferences. Remember, also, they shouldn't consider playoffs though. I don't think they can. A battlefield compared yeah. to these. And let's be honest, LeBron could be a terrible defender. He would still be the best defender on the Cavs because they're, yeah. as bad as they are on offense, they are so much worse on defense. It's just the fact that they made the conference finals like with this team. And like I was saying, I don't think they're the worst Cavs team he's ever had, but they're close to it. Uh, I don't know. It's rough. 
Um, what do you think is the worst he's had? Oh yeah. Really? We were just talking about this. So, what the team that I showed was really bad. Like Mo Williams was their second leading scorer. If we look, if we look, if we look, if we look surrounding LeBron, I think that's the worst team. But if you go worst Cavs team with him on the roster, this team still won sixty six games. JJ Hickson and Andrew (laughs) Barajal. It is awful. It is awful. I'm still saying though, I would take young LeBron on that team over this team Uh, with LeBron. Take Ben Wallace. Uh, Older Ben Wallace was a star. Ben Wallace was a washed up all star. It doesn't matter. LeBron ages very well, though. You can't just say younger LeBron is so yeah. much like better. Like, look at what he does. Look what he did shooter. last game. Yeah. Put a 42 points. He just yeah, but he at least he played defense. Ridiculous. He played defense. He then. played awful True. defense. All right, well, MVP. Still oh, th- then, then he played good defense. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Now, no, yeah, no take, there's no uh, defense. He just doesn't hustle. I'll take Harden still. Uh, I'm going to go Harden. Yeah, I'll take LeBron. Okay, we'll see. I think LeBron has a reason to win it. I just don't think it'll go to him. Uh, but yeah, those are good predictions, I think. And uh, real quick, we have like we got five minutes. minutes. What, five, what, minutes. what were you gonna bring up? I want to talk a little MLB. I don't have any I would, quotes. I, yeah, I was just gonna bring yeah. up the whole um, what you call it thing? Uh, Cano. Cano, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk yeah. about Robinson Cano. Uh, you so I have a quote yeah, real quick for that. Sure. Um, I know Can I knew Cano for a lot of years, and I know he didn't cheat. I'm effing mad right now. Uh, it could be like A Rod or Jeter or somebody. It, it's actually Cabrera. So. Cabrera? Yeah. Which Cabrera? Yeah, Melky? Yeah. Wow, wow. Melky Cabrera. Melky Cabrera coming out of the ashes I, for this. The cheater himself. Yeah. yeah. He took steroids. There was a picture. No, no, it was, it was, it was Miguel Cabrera. Oh, wait. How did Miguel Cabrera know? Well, okay. Well, that's he just said he knows him well. Okay, fine. Like, that's I, fine. I that's fine. Are they from the same country? Oh, that's legit. Yes. Yeah? Okay, there Probably, you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, Melky Cabrera, though. Francisco Cervelli, who I don't know how he took steroids, he sucked anyway. Uh, Cano. <laughs> Cervelli was going off. A Rod. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is looking really bad for the yeah. 09 Yankees. I, I mean, I think it just. Cano, I'm praying <laughs> that he didn't. I'm praying he didn't actually cheat. I think he did. Praying. I think he did. But yeah, I, I mean. You can't say that, yeah, my doctor prescribed this. Come on, dude. I don't know. You're a professional player. You should know what you're doing. Also, he's kind of accepted the the 80-game ban. Like, you don't just do that if you actually have a heart issue and you're taking it for send. Yeah. Remember Because this is going to affect his Hall yeah. of Fame. Oh, definitely. That's why I'm so upset about it. He's not making the Hall of Fame now. Yeah, no shot. Or if he does, it's going to be. Uh, yeah, really? I don't know. It's just the, the whole career is like soiled, you know what I mean? Do you remember that Ryan Braun story, though, where he was like, someone slipped something in my drink? Like, no, come on. No, like, come on. BS that whole story. Like, that was. Yeah. Uh, sure. So Robinson Cano is now suspended. The Seattle Mariners were arguably a playoff team, they were in the race for the AL West. Now, who do they have? D. Gordon. Yeah. Uh, the, who, they, they do have James Paxton, who threw a no hitter this year. Uh, but I don't know. I don't see them competing. I think the Ashers will still win the West in a very tightly contested division all of a sudden. And then we've got the Yankees, who have now missed three or four games due to rain. They're missing both games of this National Series that I really wanted to see. Really want to see that. Yeah. Especially with the Nationals being so hot. But they, they, thanks. They're currently the best team in the. Uh, in the League right now, half 28 and 12. Half Only half a game. Yeah, but I mean, who? Oh, I was gonna say who would expect it. I expected that for sure coming yeah. into the season. But after the slow start with the Yankees and the hot start by the Red Sox, what a streak we've seen from the last few weeks by this Yankees team. They're special because they'll go into the eighth down one or two, and you cannot give up on them yet. They'll come back. No, they'll they're have they're some kind of late game magic that 
it's incredible. Like some of the games we've seen. What was the, I think they have a, what five walk offs already this season? Uh, two thousand nine. It could easily be. What was that. The, there's the other thing where four of their players have ten, ten home runs. Ten, ten home runs. runs. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. And I don't the think first, that's been done since well, two thousand three. First forty games was that? Yeah, first forty games or something. That's just ridiculous. Um, like that's disgusting. Glaber Torres is sick. He's got. He came out of nowhere. Three forty five. I mean, he didn't come out of nowhere. I, I know. I didn't but think he was that ready. in that lineup. Yeah. I just all of a sudden that was. I have one awesome. big question for this lineup though. What do you think about Aaron Hicks? I think he has to be, or he should, get replaced by Clint Frazier uh, in a bit. Yeah, definitely. And just see what happens. Because I like Aaron Hicks. He's struggling, though. I think Gardner might also be, like, close to 200 batting average. There's a few guys who are struggling a bit right definitely, now. Definitely, yeah. I think... Sanchez still, sort of. Sanchez still. Uh, but I think if anybody should come out of that lineup, because it's working right now for the most part, Neil Walker finally figured himself out. Yeah, I like, love to see like that. that. Yeah. yeah. I think, mm-hmm. I think let's see what Clint Frazier can do in the lineup. Uh, we know how good he can be from last year. It's good to see he got back from concussions, which is scary. I didn't know when he'd be back. But that's what I'd say to do. Otherwise, this is a great team. I think they should trade for a pitcher near the deadline, and I think this could be our World Series champs, uh, <laughs> which is a hot take right now. But that's it's what a I'm hot hoping. take, but yeah. they're leading yeah. the division with half their lineup slumping. And Greg Bird can come back too. not very good. Plus, they had the best yeah. bullpen in the league. And they've so, oh, yeah, real quick, are weird I year. wanted to ask this before. Uh, uh, we don't real have quick, to, all real right. quick, final thing. Where's LeBron going? Oh, jeez. Well, I, we've talked about quick, this every time. Just real quick. I'll just take the Sixers again. I don't know. Uh, because I had realized Let's recently the Lakers. that, oh, see, <laughs> Lakers is a possibility if Paul George goes, <laughs> and he wants to just live in comfort for the yeah. rest of his career yeah. and just kind of ease away. Yeah. But I don't know if the Sixers is actually the move anymore. What I, do you I've think? been kind of... The Bucks. I, I don't know. I really... If you get a draft pick in Cleveland, I don't know if he's going to leave. Oh, Bucks. wow. <laughs> the Bucks we were talking about. I don't know. Yeah, the Bucks. Yeah, because they live in Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I agree with them. But uh, Bucks live in Cleveland, they moved back. He moved back to Cleveland. Yeah, but like, that's not the land. Like, that's his <laughs> place. That's where he is. Yeah, that's you know what I mean? Land. At least that's like close to his home. Believe me. Guys, thanks so much for listening to our first Senior Quotes Off the Top episode. And uh, I don't know when the next time we'll be recording, but when we do, we'll uh, see you then.